In the middle of the journey of our life, I found myself within a dark woods where the straightway was lost. Dante Alighieri, Inferno. Do people remember the exact moment they fall in love? I do. Yasmin brought me homemade chicken noodle soup when I was so sick it hurt to blink. Tasted like day-old dishwater. Not sure how you mess up chicken noodle soup, but my girl managed it. She watched me expectantly with those long-lashed doe eyes. God, I'll never forget her expression when I spat that soup out. But it was so bad, and I was too sick to even play it off. For a second, Yasmin looked distressed. But then, despite feeling like someone dragged me over hot coals and needles, I laughed. Then she laughed. And I wondered if this, finding someone you can laugh with when everything hurts, was the stuff happily ever rafters were made of. Not the sugar-coated kisses and hot air balloon rides and romantic walks under a full moon. My whole body throbbed with whatever plague infected me. But that day, Yasmin made me happy. In the midst of a raging flu, she made me laugh. And I knew. I tipped over from wildly attracted and more than slightly pussy-whipped into the real thing. Into love. That moment is soldered into my memory. It's one I'll never forget. And here, just months later, so is this one. What do you think? Yasmin looks up from something she's working on at the car table in the middle of the living-slash-dining kitchen zone of my dilapidated one-bedroom apartment, complete with impoverished student decor. Think about what? I ask, sitting down in the raggedy chair across from her. Grits. Baby, please don't make grits again. I'm still recovering from the last time you tried. She glares at me without heat, the corners of her mouth fighting a grin. Boy, not cook grits. Have you even been listening? I said, what if you name your restaurant Grits? In an unprecedented move, I took a girl home for Christmas. She and my Aunt Bird hit it off right away. And by New Year's Eve, the two of them were scheming about a restaurant I could open using my MBA and Aunt Bird's family recipes. Oh, yeah. Sure. Grits. I scooped my chair closer and push back the fall of braids cascading over Yasmin's shoulder. Sounds good. Sounds good? She lays the back of her hand across my forehead. Are you sick again? The Josiah Wade I know picks apart every suggestion and always has a yes but on the ready. She's not wrong. My father was a military man, a stern taskmaster who never settled for anything a day in his life. He planned each move like a military campaign. Control, discipline, and reason propelled him up through the ranks. That's what he instilled in me even in the short time I had with him before he passed away. But all of that goes out the window in this moment when I realize that I not only love Yasmin, but I want to love her for the rest of my life. Marry me. The words slip out soft and certain. And I am certain. An actuary running a dozen risk assessments couldn't be as certain as I am right now. Yasmin and I belong together. She drops her pen, and her mouth falls open. What?
Jerky breaths stutter over her lips and her eyes go wide. Marry me. And probably because this, all of this, is as out of character for me as a goat tap dancing, I sink to one knee in front of her, heart skydiving in my chest, full-on romantic movie proposal posture. I reach up to cup her face, the beveled bones and delicate curves fitting perfectly against my palms. I love you, Yasmin. She nods, her expression dazed. I know. I, I love you too. But I thought we'd wait until you finished grad school. I'm almost done. One semester left. Your lease is up next month. Perfect time to move in with me.